Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to this week's roundtable. Um, I'm Mark, and here with my usual co-host Jeff Dodge, along with some other friends that I want to introduce you to this week. Uh, what we're doing on the roundtable is we're we're fighting isolation and just with some fun conversations with friends. Uh, got some dear friends here this week, and so the reason I got these guys, uh, Drew Stevenson, David Livingston, Jake Each, is because. Uh, this week, we are celebrating 10 years of God's faithfulness to Veritas Church, and these guys are going to be coming back to help Jeff and I preach a sermon on Ephesians 3, 7 through 21. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to have a blast. Each of these guys are going to do the impossible. They're going to preach a 10 minutes or less uh, this week. I, can I just say on the outset, none of the guys on the screen are known for their brevity. Okay, so <laughs> it will be a miracle of the Lord on high. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be amazing. All right, so I want to introduce you guys uh, because not, not all of you uh, in Veritas um, are familiar with, with all these guys. Maybe you're new to Veritas or uh, whatever, but some of you guys, uh, you do know these guys. But I want to just give a quick, because on Sunday, uh, they won't be able to give a, a bio because they'll just be getting right into their sermon. But um, I want to start with Jake each because he's got a meeting. He's got to get off here in, in just a few minutes. But um, so I want to hear from you guys. So how are paths intersected? Like when were you a part of Veritas Salt here in Iowa City? Um, how, you, how you got pulled in um, and then kind of what you're up to now. So Jake, uh, we'll start with you since you got to take off here in a sec. Yeah, I really got involved through your guys's overflow into Cedar Rapids and he's, you saw God start doing some really cool things up here and uh, started that church at the Chrome Horse um, as just a service where you are driving back and forth and um, know you needed some other people to provide some leadership to that so uh, we were down in Arizona and uh, you came down and connected and uh, yeah so we got involved uh, at, at that I think it was 2014 yeah uh, yep so yeah, Jake, you were you're pretty much the the church planter there. That really, I mean, we were kind of doing Cedar Rapids as a service, like as a as one of the three services at Veritas. Just it was kind of the Cedar Rapids service. I don't I don't know if I would uh, feel comfortable with the term church planter. I know my limitations. You had a church, and I was like, yeah, I could take it over. I'll I'll run with it. But I don't think I'd start it from scratch. So. Well, well, yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's been a joy, Jake. Um, you guys have seen some explosive, dynamic growth. But I guess I, I would love to hear just, you, you've talked about what God is doing now in this kind of, in this cultural moment that's kind of exciting in a different way. Um, can you just share a little bit about that? Like what you're seeing God do now in this kind of a, a time of trial? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, as anybody leading in church ministry right now, there's difficulties just in our nation and in our church and uh, pandemic. So um, we're seeing we, we were hit hard with the storm, um, which really brought a lot of people together. But um, seeing people uh, be the church in really practical ways, um, you, you see people have to dig in more when it's easy to just like, let's click it on at home or I'll stay isolated. But uh, seeing people lean in and um, just experience the value of church more, maybe something they took for granted. I told you, Mark, that there's a lady who was just 
not for COVID reasons, but just practical reasons, just staying at home. And, and she came uh, two Sundays ago for the first time and just came up with tears and gave me a big hug and just said, I didn't know what I was missing. Um, and just seeing people value the church body in, in special ways. And sometimes we don't know that until it's challenged a little bit. So that's been a, a sweet season. Wow. Praise God. That's, you know, one of the, the miracles in the last 10 years of, of Veritas that when we came to Iowa City, um, we, we wanted to reach college students. And I'm telling you, never could we have written the script of Veritas Church in Cedar Rapids. We never would have come up with that plan. But all these people started coming down to Iowa City from Cedar Rapids, or like 80 to 100 of them. And we just thought, man, we can, we maybe we can reach a few Christians, you know, that will drive down, but we'll never reach their neighbors. And, and so seeing what God is doing up there is one of the miracles of the Holy spirit among us. And, uh, Jake, I, I just, yeah, I'm so thankful for you and Marcy, your family, uh, coming when, when Jeff Thune and I got on that airplane and went down to Phoenix and, and trying to convince you to come, you know, you were like, no, your answer was no, we're not coming. We love it down here. And then I think you called me back. Maybe, I don't know. Did Eric, uh, yeah. one of our elders, how'd that go? Uh, he's, my brother-in-law, I really respect Eric a lot. So he called and said, Hey, I think you should reconsider or at least come up. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll check it out. And I just kind of felt through a variety of things got open in those doors. And, um, it's been a joy. I know like, uh, for Drew and David to, you know, get sent out in other places. It's been a joy to be sent out not that far away um, to still feel the relational impact. Um, and really Iowa city culture is those fingerprints are all, all over uh, Cedar Rapids. So we're really thankful for. They are Jake, but the thing I've loved watching is um, that's true. We, we, we share a whole lot in common and culture and love, even the camaraderie specifically else on the screen here but you've also allowed veritas cedar rapids to be distinctly a community cedar rapids church so yeah there are some fingerprints of veritas iowa city but you just allowed it to be an expression of cedar rapids in that cool adaptive way that the church should do you didn't just try to you know take a cookie cutter approach and redo what was going on in iowa city it's it's very much cedar rapids under your leadership i love to see that that really cool dynamic wouldn't it Drew and David, I don't know if you guys know this or a lot of people watching, but, you know, Jake, when he comes down to preach, he always starts off with, thank you, Veritas, for planting us. But um, we're the ones that should be saying thank you because their elders early on made a, a big decision for the first, you know, when we planted them, they they made a commitment to give. Uh, I mean, at first, the first few years, it was like $75,000 a year or something to support Salt Company in Iowa city because they saw that as part of their mission and their love and heart for, for Iowa city. And, and they continue to give sacrificially. Um, even once that three years was up, they just continue to give. And so Jake, um, thank you. And thanks, you know, for the people of Cedar Rapids that continue to, to give and support salt down in Iowa city. And yeah. yeah. So bet. excited for Sunday. Can't wait to celebrate with everybody. All right. Well, we'll let you get on to your next meeting. So we'll All right. See you guys. See you Sunday, Jake. All right. Let's move on to, yeah, let's move on to uh, Drew since uh, timeline wise, you came in 
uh, the earliest point, I think in 2012. So, so tell us kind of how you got connected to Veritas and then what your role was in the five or six years that you were here. So. Okay, before yep, Drew yep. goes off and I awkwardly leave in the middle of some epic line that he drops, um, I got to get off too because I got to run my thing. But, but uh, Drew and David, I love both of you guys so much. I cannot wait for you guys to be here this weekend. And especially maybe for those at Veritas who have come in like some don't have the privilege of knowing you guys. Um, I can't wait for everybody to meet you guys that, that don't. And then especially for all those guys that, know you and love you and can't wait to have you back. So anyway, what a thrill. So anyway, all right. I'm going to have some FOMO, but I got to take off. All right. All right. Later, Jeff. See you, man. David, it sounds like you have like, like a dinosaur yelling, like growling in the background. I think it was a toilet or something that went on. Yeah, no, normally that's Silas. That was actually a motorcycle that went by. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Drew, we'll start with you on just kind of how your story intersected Veritas and your time. Here. Yeah, so I was hired into the Salt Network before there was the Salt Network in 2010 at Cornerstone, and I always like to say that Mark Aaron's moving truck on his way to Iowa City passed my moving truck on its way to Ames on I-80, and I wanted to be going the other direction <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> There was just something about church planting and starting something and being on the front edge and just the whole thing that I was just like, oh man, this, this is something I want to be a part of at some point. And by God's grace, a couple of years in, I finished my training at Cornerstone School of Theology. And in 2012, Mark recommended that I go speak at a retreat. And I started conversation with Mark and we hit it off as friends and he invited me to come speak at Salt Company in Iowa City. And pretty soon, within a short time, six months after we started talking, I was moving uh, with Melissa, my wife, to Iowa City. And then God just blessed our time in Iowa City so much. When we came in 2012, we didn't have any kids. When we left in 2017, we had five kids. and that's a that's a long story that I'm not going to get into right now. But I was the salt company director um, from 2012 um, through 2016, and then the teaching pastor from 2014 to 2016. Got to serve alongside David there. Got to I mean Mark and I just developed a super close friendship. Just to give some of you salt company students context, when I came to Iowa City. Ryan Hamby was a freshman. So I remember meeting with Ryan yeah. Hamby at Bread Garden on a weekly basis and hanging out, playing basketball with him and discipling him and being influenced by him too, as he was hosting parties for 200 people at the house he lived in called Bromega. And just, man, so thoroughly enjoyed my time in Iowa City. Just Grace upon grace, just an amazing time of ministry for me. Drew, I, I think about your impact in Veritas as, as a leader who has impacted Veritas in one of the most profound ways. Because when you came in 2012, I mean, Salt Company is still just this ragtag group of students. I mean, I think when you came in, you had to 
kick a bunch of people off leadership because of the party culture and uh, yeah, I won't get into that, but you had to like whittle the leadership down to, I think you were down to single digits maybe. And, uh, and basically what you did when you came in though, is you raised the bar and it was crazy when, I mean, some of the first things you did, you were like, okay, we're going to start serving on campus. And so we're going to do concessions at the, at Kinnick stadium for the football games. And I was like, good luck with that drew. And you did it. Wait, let me, let, so let me tell that story real quick. So we were at, a lake house and we're announcing that to our leaders so we had almost no lead time i barely even met these people we're sitting in a circle and announcing to them that we're going to serve concessions and we had so few people on leadership and so many spots to fill in concessions that they had to work all seven home games and that year there were four straight home games in the month of september and it's like mid-August at this point. So I just remember a couple student leaders being like, but I have season tickets. And us just being like, there's a website called StubHub where you can sell your tickets. And then a girl on a girl on the leadership team just had this like moment of prophecy where she's just like, you guys, you just grow a pair basically. Just grow up and, and do something. She's like, I'm gonna do it. And all these guys are just like kind of cowering back. And it was just one of those moments that you just look back at and you're like, what were we thinking? That was probably a really bad idea to come in that strong. But somehow God just oh, used man. it. And you had we all regretted it. I think so many it was stories. You, you or David, one of you guys had parents like calling you mad that, that their, their kids had to give up their tickets. Oh, both of us did. Oh, yeah. It was oh, good. man. Well, That's... I know David had conversations with me like, is this a good idea? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty legendary, I think, uh, but it really created a culture of servanthood. Um, and, you know, there's some legendary people. I think the legend of Luke Haverkamp lives on. Uh, Luke Haverchamp, as we call him, there's a, a whole lineage of, of Haverchamps, uh, you know, uh, Tess and Shay that came through, but also we just had so many people that, I mean, even as you reflect, I'm sure you can think of people that were there every time just serving, you know, sacrificing their, their fall, their time, their free time to serve. And the legendary, uh, wasn't there a country music concert that, you guys cleaned up and I mean, it was, you guys got home at like, Oh yeah. Well, we just made an absolute killing off of it because you know, there can be debate about whether they should serve beer at college football games or whatever, but they had this big country concert in and we get a percentage of our sales. And so at this country concert, we got to test this theory and they sold beer. <laughs> so you got salt company students like running the tap right outside of Kinney Stadium. And what people don't know is every time they're buying a beer, they're essentially tithing to Veritas Church. And so we're just like, this is like just a Ponzi scheme we've set up, you know, and just just profiting off the idolatry of that city. And it's just like, just pumping beer out to people and taking home 10% of every beer sale. 
And so I think that was David's first year there where we're just, man, just David. raking it in. And made, I, think, I think we made almost $20,000 off that one of Did <laughs> David, did the ends justify the means there? I mean, yeah, I think we got to hire like a whole another staff person for the whole year because we did that. So, I mean, I, I don't, you know. I think I think it's, I think it's on the I think it's on the line, but we'll yeah. just call it good. Yeah, we'll call yeah. it. Good. We'll chalk it up to. Well, Jake has this quote. He's like, "If you can," because I think about some of the things I did in my 30s as a pastor, and and the saying was like, "If you can endure with me through my 30s, you maybe will benefit from me in my 50s as a pastor." And so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that happened uh, that. I don't know what I think about, but yeah. It <laughs> so, uh, Drew, yeah, your, your leadership. And then I will never forget after that Salt Network Day, September of 27, 16, 2016, when you were like, Mark, I, I, I will never forget it. I mean, I remember where I was in my car. And it was like after an elder meeting. And you just called me and you're like, Mark, I feel like the Holy Spirit is calling me to plant a church in Minneapolis. And it's like you shared it with such terror. Like you were, you were like terrorized by this calling. And I, you know, and my response, you remember my response because I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, this is what you have to say to Drew right now. And you were equally as terrified as I was immediately. And I said, yeah, my response was, you have to do this. And, and that, you know, there's times where, like, uh, you, you just have to, when God's, you know, inviting you into something, you find, I don't know if, you guys remember this in Lord of the Rings, but it's like, it's like we found ourselves in this amazing story. And, mm -hmm. and it's not like we, we, it's like, we didn't choose this. Like we, the feeling like it chose us, you know, this, and it's not an impersonal it, but it's like, God has put us in this amazing story. And, and I just think, Drew, if you could just say a few words about kind of what you have seen God do. So you did say yes uh, in 2017. Yeah, you had your first services and, and planted Salt City Church. And how's that been for you? Well, I mean, the first thing I'd say is you can take Drew out of Iowa City, but you can never take the Iowa City out of Drew. <laughs> 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 so it's just, I mean, I, I feel so thankful and indebted to my time there and how the Holy Spirit was preparing me. And, and really I knew that it was time for me to leave when I decided to stay. And it was really a work of God's grace. Cause you remember when I came, Mark, I was probably ready to leave the day I came <laughs> plan a church. And then it, God just, made me fall in love with that place and the people of Veritas and being under your leadership and just the friendships there. And my family was becoming rooted in the place. And 
and that's when he sent us and so I think I have man such a a thankfulness for what he did and you know in some ways our church is Veritas North actually two weeks ago at our service at Salt City, Isaac Schmidt opened our service by saying, welcome to Veritas. (laughs) And I mean, we just can't get away from it. And in my connection group right now, there's three couples in it from Veritas Church and that I have as students in Salt Company. And so there's just this link between the two places. And I mean, our friendship is, is better than ever, Mark. And I'm so thankful for that. And so I feel like, man, it's just an extension of God's grace. And so the perfect answer to the people of Veritas, what's happening in Salt City is the same thing that's happening in Veritas. God's grace has just gone north and continues to, to grow and flourish. And as we'll talk about this weekend, just his extraordinary power at work in ordinary people. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. We're just, we're standing under a waterfall, catching it in a Dixie cup, right guys? Just thankful that it's grace and not works. Cause if it were works, we'd all be toast. That's, oh man, praise God. That's awesome. Um, Drew, it's, yeah. When I came up to uh, Salt City Church, when I visit, it just feels, yeah, it feels like family, so many familiar faces and people. And that's one of the things that's so cool about this network is how, just intertwine relationally we are and in all the network churches you have some relationship with somebody that's there and and it's just yeah so cool so uh yeah it's it's fun to stay connected and last weekend you know when you guys came out for the golf tournament that was just a blast to you, you know just continue the friendship and and sitting around a you know on Jeff Dodge's patio till midnight just around a a fire pit just talking and sharing life together with your, you know, elders and ah, what a, what a gift. So totally. totally. Yeah. Hey guys, I also have to bail. I got a, got All a right. meeting, but so if, if Jennifer and Jordan are tuning into this right now, I'm coming to our meeting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Yeah. All right, later, okay, guys. Drew. Thanks. Yeah. Man. Uh, David, yeah. we'll, we'll end with you, man. You're uh, uh, you came. So, so how you got connected and uh, yeah, to Veritas and what, what your time here was like. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny. Our story starts, I mean, pretty early on when you, when you guys had decided to leave Ames, you know, I mean, I remember, so I, I went to you know school at Iowa state and you were the director of salt company when I was a freshman. And I remember that when we finally, you know, built the, the big auditorium and salt and, and cornerstone. And I remember like, it was like one of the very first nights we were in that space. You stood up and you were like, Hey, we're leaving. We're going to go play in this church in Iowa city. And I remember, you know, you asked, you asked people, you just said, Hey, we're, we're going. And, and if you would, if, if there's a chance you would come, like if you, if you would want to really consider that. And I think you maybe mentioned it once before, I think maybe had already been thinking about it or something. But I remember you had everyone, that was like really like felt something like, I think I might supposed to go to have us all stand up. And I remember I was dating Steffi at the time who I'm, I'm married to now, but I remember I was dating her and I was like, crap, like, I think I'm supposed to stand up. Like I felt that really strongly. And so I remember like standing up and looking around the auditorium and being like, 
is she standing up to? Oh my God, you know, what's happening? And I, and she was, you know, we were both, we were both standing up and, you know, I mean, that was a long time ago. And I think that, you know, God ended up not having us come on the front end of the church plant. It felt like we were supposed to stay in, in Ames, but it was so funny because, you know, later it was like, oh, that's why God was doing that, you know, way back in 2009. Was that 2009 on that? Uh, yep. It was, it was November 2009 when we stood yeah. up. I remember it was right before Thanksgiving break because all these students, I'm like, before you leave, like, don't go tell your parents you're moving to Iowa City. Like, you need to ask your parents what they think. You're, you need, yeah. Don't tell them. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's so interesting. I mean, we had so many conversations on the beginning of that. Are we supposed to go? And um, yeah, I mean, I think the answer from the Lord was, yeah, you are. You're just not supposed to go now. And so, yeah, when we was 2015, I was on staff at Salt Company over in, in Iowa State. And yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, Drew, <laughs> Drew Scott, five kids and he's trying to be the teaching pastor and lead salt and do like six other jobs you know and so you guys you know yeah. it was like this dude sounds like he needs help and he you know basically called was like would you please come help <laughs> and so yeah i mean it just felt like a great just opportunity to steward our lives for the kingdom and you know be able to hang out with you again would be awesome and, and I, I knew drew a little bit too and so to be able to come and just hang out with you guys in iowa city was so fun and yeah, and so I was there with Drew on, on staff. And I mean, I think before, initially it was like, hey, you're just gonna be on staff. And I was like, hey, you're gonna be the associate director. And then pretty soon, I mean, I think we'd originally talked, it was like, you might leave Salt in three years. And I was like, that's a great timeline. That feels like, and it, you know, I think it was like six, seven months in, it was like, hey, you basically just got to do this because you weren't really busy. You went from like, doing, David, you went from doing like graphic design and videos to like preaching and leading salt in a matter of yeah. what, seven, eight months. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I preached twice when I moved to Iowa city. Like I didn't know, I didn't know anything, man. I was like, I don't know how to be a pastor. I don't know how to teach a Bible. I don't know how to lead, I don't know how to lead stuff. David, the only thing I, mean, I, I, I had a, it was, a fall retreat, I think I spoke on at Salt Company. And I remember you were doing announcements. And so you were just like an intern or you were on staff doing yeah. design, but you did announcements. And it was like the most hilarious, compelling segment of announcements before the retreat. I'm like, this guy is so gifted at, at communicating. But yeah, we're like, uh, yeah, it, it was. It, so Drew brings you on, you jump yeah. on staff. And then a year later, you're leading Salt Company yeah. here in Iowa City. Yeah, yeah. So I think officially directed Salt from, I think it was 2016. I mean, for three kind of three years in there, and and so yeah, at the beginning of beginning of last year around August is when we moved to Madison. And I mean, it was such a cool thing as we think back to Veritas. It's like that's where I, I mean, that's where I learned how to be a pastor. You know, that's where I learned how to preach the Bible. It's where I learned how to really disciple people as well. And so so much of what I'm doing, but also want to do the rest of my life i mean i i think that veritas iowa city is where i learned so much of that you know and yeah thinking just back to sitting around you know the the, the staff team we had it's all company even just like being on staff with you and man i yeah veritas iowa city is a place that we we talk about almost daily you know of just like that what that meant for us and how that shaped us and yeah, I mean, even moving, you know, from last year, we've only been in Madison now. We're, we're at Doxa Church, and yeah, I'm a church planning candidate here. And that move was such a hard move to make because it really was like leaving family and leaving your best friends, you know. And it really was that tension of like, but like, can we stay here? Can we go? And it just, 
it just felt like, you know, just like Drew and even, even Jake each, you know, up in Cedar Rapids, it's like, how do we best steward our lives mm-hmm. for the kingdom of God? And I mean, I think what's so cool about Veritas Iowa City is it is this place where you, you come and you're, you're part of it. And there's going to be people who are going to stay there forever, but it's also this place where like movement is happening and the people that are being there for a season are, are being sent out to like further this work of God in other cities and other places. And so, yeah, we're, we're excited to kind of be on that. Wow. On that path, so. Yeah, that's awesome. David, you, when you were here, I mean, it was a crazy time because, you know, Drew, the teaching pastor leaves and it's, it's me and yeah, I mean, you, you know, young Ryan Hamby is, is, I don't know, leading freshmen and we've got, yeah. you know, we've got other great gifted players on the team here on the staff team. But in terms of um, preaching and teaching, you know, you really carried a load both preaching at Salt and at Veritas on the community side. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, at a, at a very young age, you carried a very heavy load um, here. But one thing, I, you know, I, I think that you're one of the most gifted guys that I know because I just think about your, your gifts with, with the arts and design and, and video and just anything aesthetic. You just have such a gift and, and you're building things with your hands. It's incredible. But also, like, you're so um, just uh, theologically grounded and have a gift of helping people understand just the depth of the gospel. And even that's, that's what you're going to be teaching on on Sunday. Um, and I just, David, I, I think back with such joy on our relationship over the, your time here and the role that you played in helping and partner. And, um, yeah, obviously when, when Jeff Dodge came and, and that was like, so out of left field for us we didn't expect that and all of our plans i mean you know god just you know in his heart a man plans his course but the lord Mm -hmm. determines his steps and i feel like um as i reflect on just the unexpected you know series of events that that jeff comes and and you know the opportunity at doxa and just everything that happened there um i I, I just, I thank God for you. I thank God for our time mm-hmm. together. And I look forward to us being a part of your story and, and yeah. where's God going to take you and how can yeah. we like continue to be on the journey with you as a church and certainly as, as just individual friends and all yeah. that. But yeah, what can you tell us about what, what you are kind of looking forward to it. I mean, it's the great unknown. So I, I don't know we have <laughs> yeah. any serious or, or definite plans, but kind of what, what are you excited about in the, in the days to come for you and stuff? Yeah. I mean, so we're, we're planning a church in 2022, at least those are our, you know, those are our plans we've laid before the Lord. And, you know, I mean, it feels like God's saying yes to that right now. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're planning a church and, you know, it's so interesting because when we, when we were leaving Iowa city, it, it felt like, hey, there's this new church. And, you know, with Jeff coming, it was like, I am not needed anymore. I mean, it's very clearly like, okay, like, I can stick around, but like, Iowa City has the teaching pastor it needs, right? And so I just felt this like huge, uh, not just ability to leave and know that like, Iowa City isn't like, it's gonna be fantastic. Like, they're gonna be taught in such a great way. And I can stay, but it's probably a better stewardship for me to go to another church that doesn't have that and be able to just like help out, right? How, how do we steward the gifts we have in the, in the, 
things. And so, but it's so interesting because even moving, you know, to, to Madison, we didn't want to plant a church. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think we, I mean, I know you well enough to know just how hard it is to plant a church. And so I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want that. Right. It's hard. And then, and so I remember moving there, we were honestly praying like, God, let us stay here forever. Cause we wanted to stay in Iowa city forever. You know, I mean, it's the same thing with Drew. As soon as you decide, okay, we're going to stay here. God's like, perfect. Now it's time to, now it's time to move on. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so we, you know, we moved to, to Madison and it's just such a, the hand of God was just all over that because there's just things that God did in our hearts in that move. And even leaving the Iowa city, like our home, the place we love, like some of the things that God taught us in that were some of the things that like pushed us out in faith to say, yeah, we, we actually want to plant church and, and not just will do it, but are like so excited too. And so filled with faith and so filled with like, honest, I mean, just like this spirit, empowered courage of just like yeah we're gonna plant a church and even right now we're in the middle of deciding where we're gonna go and yeah i mean there's a there's lost people everywhere and there's a ton of different university cities that are exciting and but what's so cool is god's given us this just faith of feeling like anywhere god calls us no matter how hard it is how big it is how whatever we could go anywhere in the world because it's not about our gifts. It's not about us. It's about his power. It's about his, like Jesus is king of every university in the world. You know, like we, there's no place you roll up and go, Oh, I don't know if we have what it takes. It's like, well, yeah, we don't have what it takes to go anywhere, but Jesus has what it takes to go anywhere. And so we're just filled with faith and excitement. And yeah, we're in the process of praying. Where is that? Where's that city going to be? And yeah, even trying to figure out who's going to go with us, you know, because we're not going to plan church. Like God's going to send a bunch of people of yeah. his people to go and, and start a new church. It's not going to be, it's not going to be me and Steffi doing it, you know? And so we're in the process of, yeah, talking to a bunch of people and who are excited to come with us and, and, and well, yeah, everyone trying to figure out where. <laughs> and so I'm are we. Fully, yeah. I'm fully expecting that uh, you'll be making some trips to Iowa city to shop yeah. the halls of. <laughs> yeah, we will. You we uh, make the ask of, of some staff students. Yeah people to consider taking that step of faith with you guys and um yeah you have you've shown yourself as a workman who's approved and and mm-hmm. you know I, i'm excited for what god is going to do so uh we're excited to be on the journey with you and um so yeah that's uh it's exciting david we're well i can't wait to to get you down get some time with you and uh so yeah uh we'll we'll see you on sunday and uh just to be able to celebrate what, what God has done really on Sunday, what we're doing is uh, we're asking the question, you know, we're celebrating 10 years, but really the question is what are we celebrating? And it's, Mm -hmm. we're celebrating God's faithfulness to build this church and uh, the gates of hell will not overcome it. And so, you know, even as you were talking about planting and, and going out, yes, it's, we're just some clay pots filled with this amazing, power of the holy spirit in us and so uh i'm excited to just celebrate with you and god's people so yeah no i'm too it's gonna be awesome yep all right well that's all for this week's roundtable wanted to introduce you guys to uh uh to jake drew and david you'll be seeing them on sunday um david we'll see you on sunday and everyone uh hope to see you there either online or in person so all right until next time see you guys sunday all right see you